Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everyone, to The Moon Underwater, where our guest is beer broadcaster, brewer of the year, author, sommelier, chemical engineer, Jager Wise, and it's a delight to have her here within this pub of the mind. But before we return to her dream pub, we must get ourselves off these flight path tenterhooks, Robin. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, this week, The Moon Underwater pub quiz was all about airports. Question one was, how was JFK International Airport in Queens, New York, popularly known prior to it being renamed in honour of the assassinated President Jago? What do you think? Oh, you expect me to know. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass it, pass it. Not a chance. <laughs> no, no idea. John, do you know that one? Of course not. I mean, because of your because of your clue, I'm going to guess Delgado. That's not a bad answer. It's Idlewild. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you I not remember could... that in, in Goodfellas? They go to Idlewild Airport. Yeah. And interestingly, it was renamed very soon after JFK's assassination in December 63. Interesting fact. So that's only like a month after, I think, isn't it? Anyway, question two. In which city would you find El Prat Airport, Jager? Oh, my goodness me, guys. Um... <laughs> Mainland Europe, you know, let's have a think. Which city? Yeah. El Prat Europe. Um, let's say... Barcelona. Okay, Jager's gone Barcelona. John? I also wrote Barcelona, bizarrely. It is Barcelona. No well way. done, both it's of you. Not. Yes, it's it is Barcelona. Not. It is. It is indeed. That's amazing. Yeah. You probably knew it subconsciously, you know. Yeah. I knew it all along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question, question three was Prestwick Airport near Glasgow has a unique place in popular musical history. What is this humble airport's incredible claim to fame? Jager, do you, have you got any ideas for that one? Prestwick Airport. Is it in a, a movie or a song? No, it's more to do with someone famous visiting. I know. Or, okay, John. <laughs> Is it the only place in Britain that Elvis ever visited? Yes, you're uh, quite right, John. Yes. yes, yes, indeed. It's the only place that Elvis Presley set foot on UK soil. He stopped off there when his plane refuelled when he was returning from military service in Germany in 1960. And there is now an Elvis bar in Prestwick Airport. Oh, 
So there you go. Very well done if you got those at home. I thought you were going to do the codes for the airports. I thought that would have been too hard, ironically. <laughs> but apparently the Idlewild one was impossible. Um, well, well, we both we both did well. We both got Barcelona. It's a good quiz. It was a good quiz. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we return uh, to Jager Wise's dream pub. We're, we're moving on to the world of spirits for your next two choices, Jager. As someone who, who likes to quaff, is uh, our spirits a bit of a change in tone? Are you a spirit drinker? I am a spirit drinker. I am a spirit drinker. Um, it depends on the mood. I'm a big fan of a gin and tonic at the end of the night. I really love making margaritas, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, but in terms of spirits, if you were to ask me this question when I was 17, 18... Honestly, my answer would have been Malibu. <laughs> right. I think everyone's choices would have been my incredibly would have been different. Malibu. So um, the amount of Malibu and pineapple juice I used to drink, and even the thought of that right now makes me feel a bit sick. Um, just how sweet, just how sweet that is. It's so, so sickly. I mean, I think my choices would have probably been uh, beer stubbies, um, orange WKD, and... I don't know, vodka and Coke. What would yours have been, John? What, if I was 17? 18, let's say. Keep it legal. Um, would have been Worthington's Bass Smooth Flow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably Archers and Lemonade. Really? Oh. And Perno and Black. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. It's so weird, isn't it? We oh, my God. God. Okay, so for my spirit, I'm going to pick a spirit that my friends are devastated because it is no longer in production. It is Cafe Patron. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, devastated. And the amount of nights out I've had where it's a shot to Cafe Patron. So in my dream pub, I'm going to bring that back from the dead. (laughs) Nice. Do Do you have any insider intel as to why they stopped making it? I have zero insider intel as to why they stopped making it. So do you have any... No, I don't think I do, but it, it it is a choice that's been on the Moon Underwater before, and I think there are you can buy equivalents, like other other tequila companies do do a sort of similar kind of because it is like a a coffee tequila, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not quite the same, and I don't mean in terms of flavour. I'm sure the flavour can easily be recreated. It's not that it's the it's the vibe of Cafe Patron, isn't it? Yeah, it's the and it's the energy. I'm just trying. I'm. I'm just looking up. <laughs> God, there was silence there. <laughs> I'm just looking up in my mind if it's still available. I think you might still be able to get Cafe Patron XO. It's called pa- Patron XO Cafe, but I don't. I. I could not. I think. You, yeah, you can buy that online, but that's that's eighty quid a bottle. Jesus. <laughs> The price of nostalgia. Um, but the the second, so it's 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 really difficult actually, because um, around around me where I live, um, I live in East London. There were so many amazing, amazing um, spirit makers, and um, um, last year I was lucky enough to travel to um, to go and visit Black Cow Vodka, um, and they are so so amazing and inspiring in terms of. Um, what they produce, that they make vodka from milk, essentially, and it's like a beautiful, beautiful drink. 
Um, there's a distillery near me um, called Devil's Botany, and they make uh, an absinthe. And I've been working a lot with the drink recently to um, to try and like work up a cocktail for it. And it's just an absolutely fascinating drink. Like, so, so, so interesting. Um, so that is also amazing. Um, there are just so many to, to choose from near me. Um, just people who make really, really good drinks. So, and I also, so I, I'm going to also just um, throw out like cheap rum. Right, nice. <laughs> I was going to throw out yeah. cheap rum. Uh, simply because my family are from the Caribbean and uh, drinking like Mount Gay is just, it's just, it's just, that's awesome. So, um, but you know what? For my final choice, I've said some lovely drink makers. I'm going to go with Mount Gay rum. Oh, <laughs> nice. Just the regular sort of golden one? Regular, golden, normal, no fancy nonsense, Mount Gay rum. So, Two questions from what you said there. One as uh, a chemical engineer and one as uh, a, a, a brewing aficionado. Firstly, how do you make vodka from milk? And secondly, <laughs> why is absinthe such a fascinating drink? Well, okay. Okay, so a- absinthe, in terms of flavour-wise, it's just so fascinating. It's so herbaceous. So that, that kind of like um, menthol, aniseed, licorice kind of flavour... It's really, really hard to work with. And it is to make a drink at the end of it. That's like a really delicious drink. Takes a takes a little bit of work because absinthe is just so, so, so left field. So it's, it's, it's an area of flavor that I don't often work in. That kind of um, incredibly licorice, herbaceous um, world. So from, from, from a flavor perspective... I find it like incredibly like technically interesting, if that makes sense. So seeing how it works with citrus and seeing how it works um, with more fruity flavors. Um, so I found myself playing a lot with it. Um, so I, yeah, I, I just find it fascinating. And what what was the first question? How do you make milk, uh, vodka from milk? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, just like anything. I mean, if, if, if you can, um, if, if you can get milk sugar, and essentially ferment it and make like a um, a milky beer, which is what they make, um, and then they distill that down essentially. So it's Black Car Vodka is a business that has a um, a farm kind of side to the business as well, where they have cows and they make cheese and all sorts, and they take the the whey from the the curds and whey, so they're off the byproduct, and they use that. Um, they ferment it, make a milky beer, and then they distill it. Um, so it's a really interesting way of of using um, like an, an like product you would otherwise throw away. And also, when I when I met them, when I spoke to them, they told me about making spirit and making like alcohol from like milk products is something that's seen in other parts of the world. Um, so I, I I just love this story and I and I loved how much they give they give props to um, the ancient traditions of like the Mongolian people. Um, there's lots and lots of um, milky alcohol in that part of the world, and I just thought uh, it was just really incredible. And they were also named the BBC's uh, best drinks producer 
2021. So, um, yeah, really incredible. We may well come on to your life as a uh, beer judge and beer taster on screen. Uh, But before then, we need to head into the very dusty section of the moon underwater. But it's a lovely, pleasant dust that smells of old tomes uh, as we add another book to the Moon Underwater Pub Library, Robin. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Yes, thanks, John. Yes, the the dust, the moats are floating very prettily in the in the in the sunbeams today at the Moon Underwater Pub Library. This week in the Moon Underwater Pub Library, it's Bill Bryson's Notes from a Small Island, which is a great book. Came out in 1995, and he wrote it when he decided to move back home to the US um, after having lived in the UK for about 20 years, and he wanted to take one final trip around Great Britain. And it's really kind of affectionate, and he's got this sort of outsider's perspective on kind of British peculiarities. And it's a real testament to how unique pubs are to our country and culture, because he mentions pubs 57 times. And it isn't always rose-tinted, as some of the pubs he goes to are horrible. But um, this is a nice little extract from when he's in Bournemouth and wondering if he's made a terrible mistake. So here we go. It was a long haul from Highcliffe to Bournemouth, ten miles or so altogether, and well into my daily happy hour by the time I reached East Overcliff Drive and the last leg to town. I paused to lean on a white fence rail and take in the view. The wind had died and in the pale evening light, Pool Bay, as the sea at Bournemouth is called, was entrancing. A long majestic curve of crumbly cliffs and wide golden beaches stretching from below the Isle of Wight to the purpley Purbeck Hills. Before me the lights of Bournemouth and Pool twinkled invitingly in the gathering dusk. Far below the town's two piers looked cheerful and dashing, and far out at sea the lights of passing ships bobbed and blinked in the dusky light. The world, or at least this little corner of it, seemed a good and peaceful place, and I was immensely glad to be there. Throughout this trip I would have moments of quiet panic at the thought of ever leaving this snug and homey little isle. It was a melancholy business really, this trip of mine, a bit like wandering through a much-loved home for a last time. The fact is, I liked it here, I liked it very much. It only took a friendly gesture from a shopkeeper or a seat by the fire in a country pub or a view like this to set me thinking that I was making a serious, deeply misguided mistake. So there we go. Bill Bryson, Notes from a Small Island. Bill Bryson in Bournemouth, of all places. <laughs> yes. And we've been to Bournemouth when our friend Sam lived there. Yeah, it's a bugger to get to as well. <laughs> it is. But it's a lovely um, description, and it's, it's obviously pubs are so important to his idea of uh, the UK, I think. So that's, that's why I included it there. Yeah, I think also it's it's you have to remind yourself that not all pubs are like the pub we're all imagining now from that extract, some of them are absolutely rubbish. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to them in that. He's, he's, and it's quite interesting, actually, because the pubs he, he goes to, it was the 90s. I do think we've got better. Like, he goes to this really awful pub. I mean, you still get terrible pubs, but I think in overall, the quality has improved. Yes, I think you're right. And fingers crossed that continues. Uh, so Bill Bryson there, notes from a small island, added to the pub library. Uh, but, Jager, we also have a jukebox here, and you have the honour of adding uh, an album to it, the album that you would most like to have on in your dream pub. So what would you go for? Ooh, this is a really tough one, because 
the music sets the mood of the pub, right? So this is a, a tricky one. I think I would go for, I'm assuming it's a, a Saturday afternoon or a Friday afternoon and people are feeling quite jovial, but also having a good drink. So I'm going to go with um, the Kaya album by Bob Marley, just because it is a classic, absolute classic. So it's got songs like Sun is Shining, Misty Morning, Is This Love? It's just such a, such a classic. And it's an album that just everyone loves. How can you not love that album? <laughs> and also, how how can you not how can you misjudge the the vibe of a pub where that is playing? Mm. You you know the tone when you come in. It's it's not a place for being intimidating or overly rambunctious. Yeah, 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 at all. So, um, and it's it's often my go to um, playlist whenever I'm kind of in, in control of the music. It's often my go-to just because it's so easy and like you can't hate it. Everyone loves it. I've started going to a gym for the first time in my life and I have these sessions with the trainer and usually there's loads of other people in there doing classes so it's like techno-y, dancey music. But when it's just me and him, (laughs) I think he uses it as an opportunity to play the music he really likes. So I went in today and he said, what what do you want for the workout? And I said, oh, you choose. And he put on Nina Simone. (laughs) So (laughs) we... We ended up having this quite moving workout. It was absolutely beautiful, but it was, I could sort of sense that that was his opportunity to actually play what he likes listening to. It's quite, yeah, it's quite sweet. And, and she sang um, a cover of No Woman, No Cry. Yeah, I, 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 I adore Nina Simone. I adore Nina Simone. I, I really do. Um, like, I, I, I really love... Um, like amazing, especially female singers, um, especially soul singers. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love it, love it. But it's Bob Marley who goes on the jukebox uh, with Kaya. But we have one more choice uh, for you, Jager, which is uh, your wildcard option. And I have to say, nothing you've chosen so far has been that wild. So I'm interested to hear what it's going to be. Oh, is this a drink? It can be anything you want it to be. Yeah. Some people choose a karaoke machine. It could be anything. But what those people don't know is they could have just said, oh, and there's a karaoke machine in the pub. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, can there be a darts board in my pub? There absolutely can. Okay, so I think a darts board is important. Um... In terms of, can there be a a snooker table in my pub? There, there absolutely can, and I would love it <laughs> because you never get snooker tables in pubs anymore because they are massive. Yeah, they are massive, and also, um, so the pub I've got it used to be Britain's roughest pub, like really? literally voted in the UK Britain's roughest pub. So wow. we had to take away the snooker table for safety reasons, <laughs> rather than anything else. Genuinely, we were like, hmm. Let's take that away. Um, but yeah, so I would like to put the snooker, uh, the snooker table back. Ooh, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have, like, one of the pints I really, really enjoy in a pub is just a really, really amazing pint of something, like, outrageously hoppy. Mm. Yeah. So um, I've got a new, 
uh, outrageously. So I've got a new beer called Twilight, which is a collaboration with Tap Social Brewery. Um, 5.6% New England IPA, just off the scale, like unbalanced, like so hoppy, it's ridiculous. (laughs) And it just like, and sometimes, and it's so hazy, that it's like yogurt, like it's just great. <laughs> um, so I want, I want, I want, I want a pint of that in my pub. Nice. So would you drink a pint of that, or would you have a third of that? I would drink a pint of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's really interesting, actually. So, um, when I go to other places, and a beer like that, which is quite expensive to make, um, like people serve it in two thirds. It's kind of like it's it's maximum kind of size but honestly in our venues in Walthamstow we've been trying to train our customers to buy like in thirds and two thirds mm. and they just have none of it <laughs> so honestly if, if you say if you if you say to them oh this only comes in two thirds their response is I will still have a pint yeah. honestly <laughs> and um sours the amount of sours um when I say to someone um we have like a damson sour at the moment and we have a citrus sour as well and you say to the customer, oh, I'd recommend this in a third or a half or a two third. And they literally go, nope, a pint. And you're like, okay. A pint of a sour beer is a, is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, the amount, of, the amount of pints of it we sell, there seems to be like no, like a pint is, is the serving. And yes, we do a third and we, and, and we do everything. Um, so I'm a big believer in everyone should, should be able to... to to come and try if, if if they want to like money shouldn't be much of an object for you coming and 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 trying new beers so i think a third having a third on the money is important but yeah the amount of <laughs> pints of sour yeah that's served, crazy it's just insane <laughs> for me it's like a pizza like if i went out for pizza and they said oh we recommend this pizza in in a third i'd be like what i want a pizza yeah. it's just it's it's very it's it's a very unusual thing. I think it's quite a British thing. Well, and it's the very British thing, which is actually in the Bill Bryson book, is actually it's like having the pint filled right to the top. Like if you go to America, there's like a you know half an inch gap there, they don't fill it, so it's like overspilling. Like imagine someone giving you a cup of tea that was like filled right the way to the top. <laughs> it's weird. That's the only drink where we have that, really, isn't it? When I first got my first job in a pub, it's something I learned very very quickly. Do not mess with someone's pint. Do not mess with it. So when you're giving someone a pint, give them a pint. Um, yeah. Uh, no one wants to see two inches of foam. Um, so it's really interesting, actually, when, when you go uh, on the continent, when, when you drink in Belgium and the Netherlands, and they're all about the foam. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it, it's really interesting, because here, you, you, you could not do that. <laughs> People get very angry when you... Uh, um, please top it up, please top it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or even just the hand gesture, that kind of like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm increasingly like I like a big head now. I've even on even on a Guinness, I would say I've I've tolerated an extra half centimeter of Guinness head if it's a good pint of Guinness because I like the feeling of the sort of the cream around my mouth and I'm not so sort of fussy about I like the aesthetic of it um not so fussy about the sort of the uh, the economy of it but sure people want to get their money's worth the worst thing though and I had this recently is where you get a pint of Guinness and there's like two millimeters of head oh that's yeah oh that's so bad 
Uh, a superb wild card. That's the uh, Twilight from Tap Social and Wildcard Brewery, 5.6% New England IPA. But we briefly leave our Johnny Come Flyby Nightlies uh, for a patron exclusive choice, which is available uh, if you subscribe to this podcast on Patreon. You can head to moonunderpod.com and click forward to that link and you get access to all sorts of things including uh, live tickets bonus podcasts behind the cellar door and ad free episodes deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're bad. Right, we're back. We're back from uh, Jager's superb pub companion. We have two more bits of business before we send you on your way back to the other realm. Firstly, as someone who has... Uh, campaigned for more inclusivity in the beer industry i'm interested to hear what you're going to bar from your pub I mean, and that's not to to second guess what you're going to say you don't it doesn't have to be something uh, hugely weighty most most people just most people just choose tvs so. yeah most people say screens yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no i don't even mind screens you know the amount of people that are looking for a place to watch the football it's just it's insane because so many people can't afford like BT Sports or, or, or what have you. People, like people love just coming to watch the, the football. Do you know what? That's such a good point. I've never thought about it from that perspective because I just don't like loud sport in pubs. But you're absolutely right. Someone worked out, I think, that in order to access every Premier League game, it would cost something like 100 quid a month. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I mean, I think a pub is a place where um is for everyone genuinely and and that is regulars locals that is people that want to come and watch the football and yeah it doesn't it doesn't have to be like a really loud thing like we just have it on mute 
<laughs> so people, um, so everybody else can enjoy themselves and the people who want to watch the football can watch the football. Um, so, I mean, th- things that I would, things that I would ban, I mean, it, I think it's tough. I mean, I don't like hoity-toity pubs. <laughs> I like pubs. Honestly, I like pubs that are open, pubs with, um, uh, nice um, stools on the bar so, so you can sit down and just enjoy yourself in terms of banning things i love the pub i mean i don't think i'd ban anything really i like the idea of banning hoity-toity people you know for broad we can we can be as broad about that as we like or specific but yeah if you can make that a tangible thing yeah. then let's ban <laughs> that <laughs> I don't like snobbery. I don't like. I don't, I don't like snobbery. I don't like people just trying to make it it less in- inclusive. I want everyone to be able to come into the pub. I hate that feeling of, and I've had that feeling happen to me so many times when you walk in a pub and everyone turns around and looks at you. Like I hate it. Um, so I want that gone. <laughs> well, what a fantastic thing to ban the concept of hoity-toity. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, please. It's time. So we're about to send Jager on her way uh, with her dream pub, which contains Castle Rock Harvest Pale Ale, 3.8%, Wildcard Brewery Best Bitter, 4.2%, Ross on Wye Sparkling Perry, San Pellegrino Fizzy Water, uh, Cafe Patron, Mount Gay Rum, uh, Bob Marley on the Jukebox, and a wildcard choice of Wildcard Brewery and Tap Social's collaboration, Twilight, 5.6% New England IPA. Her pub companion will remain the knowledge of those who subscribe on Patreon. And hoity-toity is barred. But one thing remains. What are we going to call this pub, Jager? Well, as I literally took over my pub and renamed it, <laughs> I'm going to call the pub the Tavern on the Hill just like I did in real life. Nice. The Tavern on the Hill. What a wonderful name and what a wonderful guest. Thank you so much for giving us your time here in The Moon Underwater. And we wish you all the best with Wildcard and also The Tavern on the Hill. And Robin and I will definitely come to check it out. Yes, we will. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.